Let me tell you about American Giant. Mother's Day is coming up. Get her something special. Get her something um, that means something. Hopefully means something to you and your mom. Most likely, uh, your mom has been, you know, right by your side. Maybe. I hear this all the time. My mom got me listening to you. And, uh, you know, my mother loves you. American Giant is a company that is truly trying to bring industry back to America. And they're challenging all of their competitors um, to do the same. Just bring some of it back to America so we can be self-reliant. Buy American today. Get something for your mom. They make great clothing all in America. All, all the fiber is grown here in America. Um, and everything's stitched here in America. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Find something nice for your mom at American Giant. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You'd think this was good news. The United States, the economy is growing. Uh, Looks like we're adding more jobs. Much more than expected in April. 253,000 jobs. Good news, right? You would be wrong. Because the government and the Fed are trying to slow down the economy and make it harder to add jobs. So this just means that what they're doing for inflation by raising the interest rates isn't working. They better raise them perhaps faster. It is it is just an amazing web of lies and deceit. We're going to uh, take some of that apart. And also people now majority of people are worried about their money in the bank. Don't. And I'll explain why in a second. First, let me tell you about Donna. She wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, I couldn't use my right hand because it was so swollen with uh, arthritis. I used to wake up really howling in pain. I woke up this morning and my right hand isn't even swollen, let alone painful. I think I'll be able to start sewing again. I am amazed at Relief Factor. Donna, thank you for writing in and giving it a try. I will tell you, my biggest problem were my hands, and I could not... Uh, I couldn't work my hands, and I couldn't hold a paintbrush. Now, my wife was like, can you put the paintbrush down for just some... Yes, dear. Anyway, it's it's her fault. She told me to try it, and it worked. It's Relief Factor, the three-week quick start, 1995. Trial pack, not a drug, developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Well, hello, Stu. Glenn, happy Friday. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And good news about the uh, about the jobs being yeah. added, right? Lots of jobs. Yeah. It just shows uh, that they have no idea how to control the things they say they know how to control. Yeah. It's almost like a centrally planned economy is Doesn't not work. something we want. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, 19, 19% are very worried about the safety of their money. And 29% are pretty worried about the safety of their money. Uh, this is exactly what it looked like in 2008. And I will tell you right now, don't worry about the security of your money in the bank. If you have more than 250000 in the bank, in one bank, then you should worry about it. But if you don't, you're going to get up to $250,000 back from fdic okay now with that being said don't worry about the security of the money in your bank worry about the value of the money in your bank if things collapse you'll get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. that's fantastic but because everybody's gonna get whatever they had In new dollars, how much are those dollars going to be worth? That's that is the secret here of why people are not freaking out. They're not understanding how inflation works and what we're doing. So the interest rates continue to go up because it's killing the value of the dollar because the United States of America, our government, is spending us into oblivion. That hurts the value of the dollar. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. So the value of the dollar goes down. That means if you had $100 in the bank and it's the same $100 that you had in the bank, uh, you know, 10 years ago, it's probably worth about 90 cents or 80 cents today. It still says 100 and the FDIC will still give you $100 back. But its purchasing power is maybe 80 cents. That's what you need to be concerned with. The banking system, the banking system can be a complete route. It's the dollar that you should be concerned about. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I might push back a little bit. With a tad minor bit of concern about actually getting even the money that I have back. I mean, I know it's insured, but I keep looking at this program and thinking to myself, they don't have the money to insure all these banks. Obviously, that's not how insurance works. No, they will. They will print it. They will just print it. They will print it. I guess that's true. They're not not going to break their promise on giving you money, especially since I think they're intentionally wanting the greenback to break. They want a CBDC. Yeah. So why not print the money? There's, there's right, but right, like I don't. Could they even? I, again, an insurance program is set up not to have every single dollar that could possibly be needed to have in it. That's not how an insurance, any insurance product works, right? They don't, they don't have to have all the money available to pay it's every a claim. government program, right? But they, they have a percentage of it, a percentage more than they believe they'd ever need. And if it get, goes higher than whatever they have in that fund, which was, what, $128 billion? Mm-hmm. If it goes higher than that... Which it already has. Which it already has, uh, though they've had other ways to, to cover mm-hmm. it so far. Bigger banks stepping in, doing mm-hmm. all those other things. If it goes beyond that, they will 
pass more money for it. They will print money for it. They will go through. But again, and they'll gouge your eyes out at the bank. At the bank, mm-hmm. the bank will charge more for the service because they have to pay more for the quote insurance. Right. I mean, you're so going to wind up be paying for it both ways. Or yeah, you'll pay true. for it in the value of your dollar and the actual amount of dollars you have at I, the bank. I have n- no doubt that the government will do whatever they have to do to to to, uh, to protect these programs. But like, we do have a, a lot of political dysfunction in this country, and when they need to do it, will they? And it's also questionable whether it's good for the country. I mean, at some level, you start spending no, all of this money in and you're ruining the dollar. No, they already have their escape hatch planned. They already have it. It's CDC, CDC, CDBC. Mm-hmm. You just reset the dollar and you reset it on mm-hmm. something else. You reset it on the American land. I guess what I'm saying is if that's not i'm not confident you're like oh, be confident that your money will be there that to me is not confidence if that's how this plays out that's not confidence that's not <laughs> that, that's, well i'm trying to give you the i mean it, everything is nuanced yeah i'm trying to give you the truth right that you will get your money in some form but how much will it be worth i mean you know in you could get reich marks like crazy in the weimar republic they yeah. didn't have a problem you could get with your it. money you got your money <laughs> in wheelbarrows right. right to go get a loaf of bread yes you got it you get yeah. your money they will saying. never run out of money they will pay it worry about the value of your money taking your money out of the bank right now does nothing except perhaps accelerate a banking collapse right okay Leave it in. Doesn't matter. Take it out strategically and put it in other things that might hold value. I don't know what those are. Like Is it gold, land? Bitcoin. They could take the land. I mean, they're already they already were talking about um, we don't have enough land for uh, wind farms. And who was it? The secretary of energy or one of these guys said i think it's about time we start looking at eminent domain and just taking that land so i don't know is it land is it gold is it silver gold they could take guns they could take i mean i don't know what's going to have value food but you know what they did in weimar if you had food uh, this is why my Patriot Supply delivers in unmarked boxes. Uh, in Weimar Republic, anybody who knew, anybody who had prepared, they were suddenly called hoarders. And they were demonized in the press because they were hoarding all the food. And they were like, I'm not hoarding the food. I, I, just, I was prepared. I, I saw what was coming. I was prepared. So keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, I think I think that's it's good advice to be prepared, right? It's 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 irrationally uh, stupid for the government to tell you there's nothing to worry about at all. This is what they're trying to say with these banks. Oh, there's nothing going on. This there's, there is clearly there is something going on, and you should be skeptical as to whether this is going to be a major problem. Preparing yourself for major problems is part of what you do as an adult. That's adulting. Yeah, but but is it now in America? It's supposed to be. Yeah, but let me ask you. Do you see the thing? We're going to talk about it later. Do you see the thing up in New York, the Marine, that this guy was, this homeless guy, this black guy, was harassing everybody on the subway? Now, nobody is, I mean, very few people are riding the subway now in comparison to the way it used to be 
because it is so dangerous. Okay. And everybody does the same thing. They just sit there in the car and they're like, just don't hope. just be invisible. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Okay. You hope and pray. And by the way, we should mention you, you mentioned the race because of course this is becoming a racial issue. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a George Floyd. Thing. They're trying to make it into George yep. Floyd. So this guy, he's homeless. He's probably nuts. Um, he has a record. He's saying, I can't afford anything. Give me some money. Give me some money. And do we have the video of it? Yeah, here's the video of it. So uh, a Marine comes up behind him and puts him in a chokehold. Two other people are helping uh, hold this guy down. They're protecting themselves. And the other people on the train. And the other people on the train. Who have been threatened by this person. Correct. Mm -hmm. So the Marine grabs him, puts him in a chokehold, chokes him out. Well, the guy dies. Now they're going after the Marine saying... He's a murderer. Hmm. Now, let me ask you something. Is the government doing things as it's collapsing around you? We know it's all collapse. We know. We know. These cities are becoming Gotham. And I love the fact that they're saying maybe we should bring in, maybe we should have, you know, uh, uh, bring back all the mental institutions and just involuntarily you know, uh, admit people. Uh, no, thanks, Gotham. I'd like to stay away from, uh, you know, the Arkham prison and hospital. I think that would be good. Uh, that didn't work out real well. Can we finally watch a movie? So they're saying that maybe we have to scoop all these people and involuntary uh, institutionalize them. No, I don't think that's the answer. I think it's the answer in some circumstances. In some circumstances. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but be very careful. Uh, those are always used by dictators in very bad ways. And I don't care if it's a dictator on the right or the left. You don't want to give them carte blanche on just picking people up and putting them in an asylum. Right. Carte blanche is bad. Right. Uh, so is the government of New York, they are not taking the steps to arrest people. They are letting crime Go free. They're letting criminals go free. They're letting murderers go free. You, a, a decent person just trying to get to and from work riding the subway is abused almost every day. They're frightened, honestly, frightened that once those doors close and you're in a tunnel and somebody stands up and says something, nobody's going to do anything. Nobody, everybody's just like, just please get to my station. Please get to my station. Okay. That's not good. And then if somebody stands up because the guy's getting really uh, quite abusive, if you hurt him in any way, you're the criminal. The government should be saying any government of, for, and by the people. What part of government is the most important part in that government? Of, for, and by the people? Mm-hmm. Um, the people! Okay. okay. Yeah, I was going to go for one of the three, but yeah, right. that works. The people. <laughs> They're mentioned in all three. Right. Mm -hmm. So any government that is protecting itself and, not, and doing everything it can to make it harder for you to protect yourself is a problem. It is a problem. Are they making it easier for you? We all know the dollar is, well, not all of us know. 
the dollar is going to collapse. The the end of the dollar as we know it is coming. Okay, it's not going to be the reserve currency. It's already in the 40% range. It was 80% of of uh, global currency that is being held as gold in the reserves all around the world. It's now in the 40 percentile. What Okay, well, what does that mean? That means a smart person, like all other countries, are hedging their bet. They're also putting some gold. Is the government suppressing? Is the government making it easier? How about Bitcoin? Is the government making it easier? Or are they trying to criminalize it so you can't get it, so you have to stay in the dollar? The, 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 the violence on our streets, the crime going up, police, they're, they're not around. Some cities, they don't even show up. Maybe you're lucky if they come the next day. So you know you can't count on the police. So is the government making it easier or harder for you to protect yourself? Harder. They're taking away your guns and anyone who defends themselves they're doing a George Floyd march. You got a hostile government. It's clear you have a hostile government that no longer understands this is a uh, country of, by, and for the people. You just have to do the next right thing and assume they're not, but you must do the next right thing. Back in a minute with more. I have a series of qualities I look for uh, in a person when I'm going to do business with them. I'm sure you do, too. I look for honesty. I look for uh, somebody who is um, is willing to admit mistakes, somebody who has a willingness to really work hard and get the job done right. That's one of the most important things. Will you work like nobody else works because you're driven inside? Okay. When it comes to finding a real estate agent, you really have to be right the first time. Competence, knowledge, capability, honesty. When I started the business, realestateagentsitrust.com, to just give you a recommendation of a great real estate agent in your area, this is what I said. That's why any agent that we would recommend, we have vetted over and over and over and over, and we still monitor all of their transactions all the time. We watch, we look at their scores, we've talked to them. We, we talk to them until they're like, oh, good. Yes, okay, my, my grandmother's sister's maiden name, what? I mean, we get it down. We know these people, and we feel comfortable that they are real estate agents you can trust because they're real estate agents I trust. That's the name of the company, realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Tell us if you're buying or selling and where, and we'll try to find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, now with the banks more and more so collapsing, what are they doing? The government said in 2008, we heard this over and over again, these big banks are too big to fail. So what did they do? They passed the Dodd-Frank bill, which did what? Made the big banks bigger. 
So now the reason why the reason why monopolies, one reason why monopolies are so bad. If there's just one choice and it goes unstable, the entire thing can break apart. If your state were stable, if your state had its crap together and wasn't living off the teat of the government, living beyond their means or enacting crazy things, the federal government could do whatever it wanted. But if it fails, I know my state's safe. Okay. That's why you spread risk out. That's why you don't like monopolies because it'll crush all competition. Then it gets fat and arrogant. And then you got a crappy deal. And and if it's critical in its arrogance, when it stops doing the right things and does things to protect itself and get itself rich, then it causes problems and you got nothing. We are now in the great bank nationalization phase of our country. We are going to one national bank. And it's all happening through the Fed. Remember, the Fed is a private corporation. We don't we don't even have a right to audit it. The the president picks the Fed chair when it's time to pick a Fed chair and he gets a list from the Fed. You can pick from these guys. Oh, can I? I've seen this in a magic show. It's called forcing a card. Pick a card, any card. You can, except you can't pick any card. Just the ones in the magicians that the Fed are showing you. Pick, pick one of these. Pick one of these. Is it a seven? Oh, how did I know? Okay, they're forcing it. This is a private corporation that is basically the six or eight biggest banks in the country. Who's benefiting on all of the regional and small banks uh, collapsing? The Federal Reserve is taking all of the bad debt, which we'll eventually pay for one way or another, and the big banks get all the good stuff from these regional and grow bigger and bigger. All of them belong to the Federal Reserve. One big bank. The Glenn Beck Program. This Mother's Day, why not get mom's, uh, your mom, uh, the gift of preserving memories in a way that will last forever. Uh, I I can tell you that uh, I collect history and I'm trying to preserve history. And I have so many photos uh, from the 1800s that are not like the photos of today. Um, the, the photos today, they're, they're not meant to last for more than like 20, 30 years. The photos I have from 120 years ago are fading fast and we are doing everything we can to preserve them because once those photos are gone, we don't know what it really was. We don't have photographic evidence of it. Same with your whole life and your family. We have got to preserve who our family is and our way of life. Pass it on to the kids. I think this is a tremendous Mother's Day gift. It's a legacy box. You can take all the films, the videos, everything else, put them in a legacy box, send them in. They will digitize them so they are preserved forever. 
Get your legacy box at a big, huge sale. 60% off the boxes now. Send them in when you're ready. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Legacybox.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want you to listen to the experts because the experts, they have degrees in stuff. They, they have things that hang on their wall that says they're really smart. So let's listen to the experts. We know Kamala Harris uh, has been briefed extensively on the school bus. And she loves school buses. <laughs> uh, who doesn't? Raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so she's been going around talking about how we need these new electric yellow school buses because they're so great. This is uh, a microcosm of everything that we are facing. Listen to this. This is from Just the News. Federal money is starting to flow for electric school buses, but the funds won't cover all the costs of switching from diesel. Electrifying Pennsylvania's bus fleet, uh, although logical in theory, proves to be less sensible, experts say. Our industry has already been hit with a major threat. That threat is the electric school bus, said Daniel Fry, owner of the Fry Transportation Group in Beaver County. During a hearing with the House Republican Policy Committee, the price tag, he said, is four times more expensive than a diesel school bus. Fry said small operators just can't afford the electric buses, as well as the rising prices for their diesel counterparts. In June 22, he bought a diesel bus for $103,000. But by April of 23, the quote for the same bus was $143,000. That's for the diesel. Federal money has started now to flow for, our, uh, for electric school buses. But the funds aren't going to cover all the costs of switching from diesel. In October, Biden administration announced $1 billion to support the purchase of 2,300 electric school buses nationally. Another $4 billion would be distributed through 2026 for electric and low emission buses powered with alternative fuels with propane or natural gas. Now, remember, I have a story today in the show prep, if you get it at glenbeck.com, uh, that says natural gas is responsible for killing the planet. If you went back to our show prep maybe a month and a half ago, we had the government officials saying, we're not going to ban natural gas. Yes, they are. Okay. So this was supposed to be a 50-50 split between electric and low-emission buses, but that was later revised because, raise your hand if you don't love an electric school bus. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's 95%. All of the federal money going to go for electric school buses. Also, schools get $20,000 for charging stations, but that doesn't cover what it needs. Now, I want you to listen to this. Diesel is going up in price. Why? Because diesel will, of course, go up in price as uh, the 
the supply goes down. And eventually, when the need is there, but it's not the main need, so the market is making even less, it will go up even more. Right now, the experts, the the president and vice president of the School Bus Association and the Pocono Transportation uh, in uh, Pennsylvania said, we should slow down, pump the brakes, see how this will pan out, especially for school transportation that is funded by the taxpayers. He referenced Uniontown, a rural school district, being 52 miles long with an average route for a school bus being more than 100 miles long. Does an electric school bus with a possible range on a good day of 130 miles make it? Maybe, maybe not. On top of that, for electric buses, the other issue we don't understand yet because we don't have enough data is the environmental conditions. Will that drastically affect the capacity of the batteries? I don't know. But this is why you let the free market work it out. You sell a few electric buses, and if they're better, the world will pound a path to your door. But when the government mandates it, you don't know if it's better. And nobody has thought of all of the consequences until you've already spent all the money and you're trapped in that inefficient, completely useless school bus. This is a good summary of almost every green program. Yes. Right? I mean, Germany went through this with solar panels. Yes. They said, hey, we're going to get rid of all of our nuclear stuff. Yes. uh, Because it was not trendy at the time. Mm -hmm. We're going to put in solar panels. Mm -hmm. So they spent a fortune on solar panels. Mm -hmm. Of course, what happens? Like, if you were to say, hey, flat screen TVs just came out. Let's spend a fortune on flat screen TVs. What would happen? You'd have a lot of older, crappier, expensive flat screen TVs. And now when everyone else can buy a much better TV for $300 at Walmart, you've got $10,000 TVs all over your buildings, right? Correct. That's what happened with solar panels in Germany. It's what it's happened with almost all of these technologies. It's happening. It's going to happen with the school bus. By the way, the school buses are $400,000. $400,000. Yeah. Okay. $400,000. Now, who is pushing this? Well, Kamala Harris is the face of it. Oh, yeah. So when I hear that the White House has laid out its... AI damage control plan and put Kamala Harris as its czar, I'm thinking what could possibly go wrong? You have some of the biggest minds all gathered saying, uh, this is a problem. This could literally have man go extinct. Who should head this? Well, let's get, uh, well, she did the school bus thing and the border's working. Uh, Let's get Kamala Harris to do it. Can you imagine being one of these big brains and having to go sit with Kamala Harris and this government and try to explain AI and what to do? It's it's a little like this. There is a, uh, the Milken Institute. Uh, They had a global conference in Beverly Hills, California, and they were talking about AI. Now, in their literature, they say that um, the conference has convened the best minds in the world to tackle its most urgent challenges and realize its most exciting opportunities. So 
The best minds in the world were gathered. And I want to quote this scientist because this is really this is complex. And I don't know if everybody's going to be able to hold on. But one of the best minds of the world said. While they're discussing A.I., well, I got an MF for A.I. right now that they did made for me. Hmm. This N word could talk to me. I'm like, man, this thing can hold a real conversation like real for real. Like it's blowing my mind because I watched movies on this as a kid years ago. When I see this S, I'm like, what's going on? And I heard the dude, the old dude that created AI saying, this is not safe because the AIs got their own minds. These MFers going to start doing their own S. I'm like, are we in an effing movie right now or what? What the F, man? Mm. So I need to invest in AI so I can have one with me? Or like, do you all know? S. What the F? I'm lost. I don't know. How is this reported? Snoop Dogg's confusion. Now, remember, one of the greatest minds <laughs> yeah. on the planet convened by the Milken Institute to talk about AI. Snoop's confusion over today's AI systems do reflect what may be a common sentiment among people who are just trying to understand and follow the latest developments. His unguarded observations on AI are notable coming from a highly respected, multi-award-winning musical artist and entrepreneur. That's how the press report... You got Snoop Dogg talking about AI, and you think this is good. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot. You know what? Kamala Harris's committee's not going to have Snoop Dogg, I'll tell you that. No. No. I will say, though, Snoop took your advice about listening to movies that you recommended earlier in the show. <laughs> he, he did. actually does. He did. Uh, and I think that's the lowest level argument. Yeah, no, it's you know, It's just, could we have anyone just watch a movie? We've seen this play out over and over and over again. And we're the people that you sit in the movie theater going, they'd never do that. Right. We're doing that. It's incredible. But again, that's not the scientific argument. But that would be my opening argument at the table with Kamala. All right. You think by now uh, they would have invented a car that cares about you and how much of your money is going down the drain if it has any problems. Wouldn't it feel better if your car could just say to you, I'm really, I know this is coming at a really bad time. I'm so sorry. I've tried. I've, I know you've been stretching your dollars. So, and I, I switched over to this system, but I, I, you got to repair this. I'd feel a little better, but it's a cold, heartless machine that robs your wallet every time it breaks down. So, may I suggest Car Shield? Car Shield will help take care of you beginning if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast to coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. You lock in your price today and it'll never go up. And they're um, affordable protection plans, they fit at any budget covers more parts than ever before get coverage 
I have it on my trucks. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It'll never go up. Carshield.com slash back. Save 20% today. Carshield.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. So Mother's Day is coming up and, you know, we put our moms through a lot. Of course, you can repay your mom at least a little bit with taking care of them now and making sure they got nice flowers from books. That's short for bouquet, of course. And the good news is you can get 20% off right now. So you can thank your moms and you can save 20%, which is awesome. You don't have to tell them you save 20%. You can tell them you paid more, you know, but you can save 20%. All the stuff they've done for you, it's, it would be a great thing to hook them up this year with a great bouquet of flowers from Books. Um, look, Books are different. They are flowers that are sourced directly from the best farms and cut fresh so that they last a lot, lot longer. They also have uh, flowers that have even been grown on the side of a volcano, which is just cool. Again, you don't have to tell your mom that you uh, saved 20%, but you can tell her that they were from the side of a volcano and she'll think you're really cool. Um, you can pick mom's favorite tulips or lilies or send a bright and beautiful bouquet. To make up for all of those gray hairs you've, you've given her over the years. Mother's Day is May 14th. Don't let it sneak past. That's only, gosh, that's next, not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. So you don't have much time here. Uh, but while you're at Books, uh, you can check out their flower subscription, which is really, really cool. Uh, because then mom can feel your love all year long. Go to books.com and use the promo code BLAZE for 20% off. B-O-U-Q-S dot com. The promo code is BLAZE. You can save 20% off right now. Again, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Books.com. The promo code is BLAZE to save 20%. (laughs) Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We have some more information on some uh, great school tips from Kamala Harris and school buses. Yeah, I think it's important to put this in perspective because let's go back to the beginning here. The Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. We are told this is one of the most amazing pieces of, of, of legislation of all time. Not because it actually, of course, reduces inflation. That's no. important to note. But that it's an incredible climate bill. This is the sure. quote. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the biggest step forward on climate ever. Ever. And it's going to allow us to boldly take additional steps toward meeting all of my climate goals and the ones that we set out for when we now, ran. That's Joe Biden. Hang on just a sec. I thought this was an Inflation Reduction no, Act. Forget that. That's that's oh, old news. That so was, it was a lie. That was in the news then. So that was a lie then. But okay. it was about the climate. Mm-hmm. The biggest climate bill ever. So okay. what's the most important part about the biggest sure. climate bill ever? Good, right. good question to right. ask. Uh, sh- well, Kamala Harris was asked that. What are some of the parts of the Inflation Reduction Act? Um, uh, the, the amazing uh, law that you are so excited about and most excited about. She says, oh, I mean so much. Some of the things I'm very excited about is what we've been doing in terms of electric vehicles. And I have a particular fondness for, I must tell you, electric school buses. I love electric school buses. <laughs> I really do. And she goes on to talk about how she loves electric school mm-hmm. buses, the central part of the thing sure. she's excited about. The right. most important climate bill ever. Mm-hmm. The thing she's most excited about. School electric buses. school buses. Mm-hmm. So... What does this mean exactly? Well, there is something in there about electric school buses in the bill. It's called the Clean Heavy Duty Vehicles uh, part of the bill description. New EPA funding program for Class 6 and electric commercial vehicles, Mm -hmm. including trucks, transit, buses, and school buses, funding $1 billion. Now, of course, as you pointed out, $400,000 per bus. So if all of this money went not to all the categories listed, but just to electric school buses, 
you could buy 2,857 school, electric school buses. Oh, wow. That's like, what, what do you, is that like 75% of the country? It's not. Ooh, it's uh, less than that or more? It's less. Huh. Let me give you the quote. This is uh, out of the roughly 500,000 school buses in America. There was already 1,800 that were electric. Now we're going to add a max of 2,857 more. So we're more than doubling. Right. Yes. We will now be at like 2 or 3% of electric vehicles. Of course, if half of all school buses in the country switch from diesel to electric, you'd save about 2.1 million tons of carbon dioxide. Well, no. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Could you please play? This is CNN. Listen to the experts, please. Cut three. New York has made a bold move to address the climate crisis, becoming the first state in the country to ban gas stoves, natural gas, and other fossil fuels in most new buildings. There is no doubt the science is showing us that those choices are heating up the planet at at sort of a scary rate, uh, all put together. But buildings count for about 20% of carbon cook, you know, planet cooking carbon pollution okay, stop. as well. Hang on. So, this- so some of these school buses are natural gas. So when you say mm-hmm. it's going to, you know, help yeah. the environment. No, no. they just said <laughs> that natural gas is killing the, <laughs> the and science. science is very clear. This is warming <laughs> up the planet. <laughs> Place are just, I just can't believe these idiots. But Glenn, remember. May he be the first to be eaten. Inflation Reduction Act. Most important climate bill ever. Most important part of that bill. School buses. Is about 2% of school buses being replaced. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Huh. Two point that leak. Now, if you did half of the school buses, not 2%, but half of them, you'd save 2.1 million tons of CO2. Let me give you one other piece of news to keep this in perspective. A little announcement made in October of last year. No one really noticed it. The ruling party in China aims for annual coal production to rise to 4.6 billion tons in 2025. This would be a 12% increase over last year's 4.1 billion tons. So this little announcement from China that no one noticed right, but added 500 million tons. Yeah, but the school buses balance that out. No! no. In fact, it would do not 2.1 million tons because that's half of all school buses. This is only 2%. So you're talking about a few hundred thousand, maybe uh, 10,000 tons And that's tons less of than billions? Than billions. And huh. no one criticized China. In fact, they get praised for their climate uh, policies. Huh. So anyway. That's weird. As you might note, Do I, I'm hang a bit on skeptical just a on this Wait plan. a minute. Just a second. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your degree in math? Are you a math doctor? I'm not a math doctor. So then why should I listen to you? That's true. I just had listen an expert Kamala. on TV. quickly.
Hello, America. I am going to give you some good news on Fight Back Friday. Some of the things that are working. People that have made real inroads and an impact that you may have not heard because why cover that? Let's just make sure America thinks they're doomed and have no power. We're reversing that course in 60 seconds. So I have to tell you, there is nothing I love better than paying way more for a service than I actually need to. You know, oh no, wait, wait, reverse that, sorry. I'm guessing you hate that too. It wasn't that long ago, you really didn't have much choice other than to go with one of the big mobile companies for your cell phone service. But I really think that maybe the big three gatekeepers should have a lesson coming to them like Budweiser did. It's not the way anymore where you have to be with one of the big three. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you still get the best possible service in your area, but you're not pouring all that money into the hands of people who are spending it, you know, at Planned Parenthood. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you choose to support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, military vet veterans, first responders. Let me tell you something. The right has a problem because our billionaires uh, won't spend their billions to help. They're, well, what do I get out of it? That's, that's the problem with the right and the billionaires that we have. The left, the billionaires will just, they don't, whatever. They'll spend it. And the people on the left spend where their values are. We don't do that. This is an opportunity to go with your values and save money. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 878-PATRIOT. Please support the people who are supporting us. And I mean you, not just me, you. They're fighting in our own communities with us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 878-PATRIOT. All right, so let me give you a couple of uh, couple of things. First of all, uh, the California school member, uh, school board member that uh, was um, kicked off the board uh, because he was speaking out against transgenderism. Uh, he uh, he said in on Facebook, transgenderism, the LGBTQ movement. All of this needs to stop in our schools. And of course, he couldn't stand there in California. Well, some of the people in the community said, we're not taking that and convinced him to run again. And he ran in a special election because they gathered enough uh, signatures and he won. He's back on the board. His response, what he said, we have to stand up. He also went on and said, I'm more excited now about the opportunity to go and correct the things that I've identified, but it's $500,000 later. That's what the special election cost. We're basically back where we were in October, $500,000 of the taxpayer dollars poorer to the community. Thanks to the people that pushed this. They went after me because they didn't really want to give me a platform to highlight the problems of the school district. Thank you for giving me that platform, and I'm going to do the work of the people. So, good news. Now, more good news. Uh, the Soros-backed St. Louis prosecutor that they've been trying to get rid of forever, okay, 
And the attorney general was going after him in court. Don't have to worry about court anymore. She's just resigned. Why? Because the attorney general found out she was going to night school, which is against the law. You have to serve full time. Uh, She was going to night school to work on a new career in nursing. Yeah, I want somebody who, you know, lets murderers out of prison for social justice reasons. I want her to be my nurse when I'm really sick. As a white man, I feel completely comfortable with that. Anyway, uh, so she is out. Finally. People hang themselves if you give them enough rope. And at the local level and the state level, you it's a different situation than it is in the federal level. Biden has hung himself a million times with the Hunter Biden stuff, all of the corruption, everything that's going on. But the system up above is so cr- uh, 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 grotesquely distorted and corrupt that it doesn't matter what said. But in your local and state, it still does. So make sure you're standing up. Now, more good news. The Democrats, the Democrats uh, decided that they were going to put a guy on the parole board in Pennsylvania. uh, And he's, uh, you know, okay, so he murdered somebody. Okay, who hasn't? Who hasn't? You know, when you were young. Who hasn't well, murdered? Everyone's them. murdered someone. They can't right. say that. What are they going to eliminate all murderers from parole boards? Who's going to run the parole boards? So they decided to put him on uh, because he was a thug in his youth. Uh, he killed somebody. Uh, it was a, a rival a drug dealer, uh, and he was convicted of first degree murder. He served 32 years. He was released in 2018, and they're like, you know what? He's a success story. He should be on the parole board. Well, that's great. Well, unfortunately, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, he actually is now uh, charged with stealing nearly a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in COVID funds. So he's gone and going back to jail. Sometimes you feel like maybe. We deserve the things that happen to us. Oh, we deserve you all know, of it. it. Really. We it, deserve all of it. It's amazing. You know, one of the best ways to make sure you don't have criminals uh, who are committing crimes is to, uh, when you catch someone for, let's say, murder, mm-hmm. they don't get an opportunity to get out and commit additional crimes. So wait, it's you just, you just, just have the one. You just let them rot in jail forever? You, when you murder someone, yeah. Yeah, that's, huh. what, you, that's what you well, do. Well, that's an awful lot of food to feed those people it for a very sure long time. It sure is, and it's worth every penny. Each uh, each bit of government cheese you provide mm. them is worth it. Well, we have a we have a problem with too many prisoners. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we, we're just that's trying a real to, problem. We're just yeah, trying to reduce the surplus population of murderers that we have. Right. Murder is something that you should not get out of prison for. I don't know if people understand this. And, and can I add a couple of other things? Yeah. Uh, child molestation. Yeah, you just don't get out to do another one. Maybe that's just, you just go in and then you're in. And then mm. that's the end of the story for at least the rest of society. The rest of society is not burdened with whether this person will engage in this activity once again. Let me give you another one. Let's say you cross the border and we deport you. And then you cross the border again and we catch you again. Should we deport that person again? 
Is that a good idea? What if we deport them again and they come over again and then we catch them again? Should we deport them again? And what if we deport them again and then they come over the border again and we catch them again? Should we deport them again? And what if they come over the border again and then we think, should we deport them again? No, this time, let them live in Texas and murder a family of five. That's a good plan. Maybe if they cross once and we deport them and they come back in again, they don't get the opportunity to come back in a second time. Is that a huh. crazy idea? Am huh. I am I way out of the mainstream on this? Well, I th- I think you are just based on media and what I see on television. I mean, uh, first of all, hmm. well, I don't know our our stand-in board operator. No offense, it's I celebrated. If you are, are you gay, lesbian, bi? Uh, do try. identify you try? as a human or are you quasexual? Species? Not None of that. Okay. It's just cisgender, just mm. plain old cisgender. Boring. Wow. Uh, see, I know because I watch TV. Uh, four people working together. There's no one transgender and no one gay. Racism, okay? sexism, transphobic. Right. And no one's having open sex. Mm-hmm. Like in a crazy way during the commercials. Right. Regular so ways. Yeah, the, reg- the regular way. So it's, we are so out of touch. Right. Because we don't understand. I've seen it in the culture, you know, on TV and stuff, which is like real life. Well, I've, I've, been, I've been following uh, NBC. Apparently, it's happening all the time. Yep. I, every time you go to a commercial break, apparently yeah. some anchor is having sex with an executive. Huh. I, uh, uh. Okay. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Now, this is your theory about, because I have another theory. There was a chair that we used to put people in. Um, uh, I can't like, remember. Oh, is it a, but a heating chair? A heating chair. A heat, a heat, it's a yes, heating chair. It has yeah. a butt warmer. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I'm going with yours. We put them in jail. Yeah. So tell me, was this a good story or a bad story? Trans-identified homeless male. Now, trans-identified homeless male don't know if he's identifying as a male and it's a she or if mm, I don't know either, he is a he identifying as a she. Also, we I, don't, I will say from that information, I don't know if he owns a home because you're saying he's identifying as homeless, and I don't know if he he could be like point. he could own a mansion. He just identifies as homeless. Now I want you to know right on the outset, this is not intentional. This is not this is not the left intentionally confusing all of our language so we can no longer feel safe to communicate with each other, mm. okay? That, that's, this is completely unintentional. So, trans-identified homeless male, repeat offender, released without bail. Okay. It, just that part. Good thing, bad thing. I don't know. I, I'm Released without bail. I mean, I don't know. I need more information. Well, he committed a crime. Okay. <laughs> then probably not. I mean, if it's a minor crime... Well, it is a minor crime. Okay. Well, I mean, no, it's a crime against a minor. Let's, I mean, okay. so it's a minor crime. It's a minor crime. What, Your Honor, that's a minor crime. It's a minor crime. He was just Jeffrey arrested. Jeffrey Epstein had a lot of minor crimes. Minor crimes. You know? What, are you going to throw the key away on me? It's a minor crime. So he was arrested on charges of kidnapping right. a special needs child oh, okay. on a Portland train. But, but they've just let him go. Minor crime. No bail. Minor crime. That's incredible. So, yeah, well, you if you do something like that, like, you know, you should not be out in public again, certainly around children, like ever. I think really anybody. Right. Yeah. Ever? I think anybody. You, yeah. you, if, I mean, if that. Now, is that just like, because he's trans that you're saying this? No. Let's say he was a cisgendered guy yeah. that was on the train and he kidnapped, you know, a uh, little girl. My or understanding a little boy. is Jeffrey Epstein was cisgendered. 
I still wanted him in prison. Wow. Jared wow. from Subway, pretty cisgendered. Want him in prison? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know we can yeah. list we've off. been pretty we've been pretty consistent on that. Yeah. 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 You know the cis part of it, not really a factor. May I give you some more good news? Mm-hmm. Okay, because this is Fight Back Friday. These are the people standing up. Good. Who has stood up in uh, Washington recently on anything and and got something done, even though it's not really done? I mean, yeah, I don't want to raise your expectations too high. <laughs> You're not looking for a name, are you? I, I, I am looking hard. for it. the. I can't believe I'm saying these words, but the GOP on the budget. I, yeah, I mean, okay, they, I said it's not done, right? But they at least they stood up, at least tried to do something. Okay, the Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young uh, on Thursday indicated to reporters that a short-term extension to the debt ceiling may be a possibility between the standoff between President Joe Biden and House Republicans. Uh, There's a crack. There's a crack. Uh, That's good. Now, Republicans, good job. Good job. Who's a good Bobby? Not yet. Not a good job yet. No, no, no. Good. No, good job. Keep going. So far. Right. Right now. Sure. Good job. You did it. Good job. Now, if you sons, if you sons of female dogs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fold at the last minute and you don't get a reduction in spending and control it is your constitutional job to control the spending of the federal government now i know probably not you Maybe those of you who are like 178 years old and still serving in Washington because you serve your country, Mr. Millionaire, I understand. But somebody gave away all of that power while they're not just passing a budget anymore. I suggest you take your power back. So good job. Good job. It's a good first step. Go for you. You take one step, who's going to make it to the table? Yes, you are. (laughs) Back in just a minute, Michael lives in Connecticut. He wrote in to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped to almost completely eliminate my elbow pain when I couldn't find any other solution. It is a great product. It has helped with a lot of other aches and pains as well. Since I started Relief Factor, I feel like... I have more energy. I feel better. Thank you so much. If you've been living with a lot of pain in your life, you might want to consider trying Relief Factor. It attacks inflammation in our body, which is the biggest cause of pain and, uh, and other problems. It attacks it four different directions where something like ibuprofen, even the hard stuff, 800. I was, I was in a rehab center for my, my usage of AB, uh, ibuprofen 800 because I was buying it on the street. Oh, I was no. like, this stuff Glenn. makes me fly. Oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? No, anyway, that's the hard stuff. It's never done anything for me. Um, Anyway, um, consider Relief Factor because it attacks inflammation four different directions and it works for me. I don't know if it's going to work for you, but why are we making this ad about you and your pain? It's my show. Me, me, me. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. And let me just say this. I think why people listen to this show is, and I say this in all humility, I am one of the most humble people you will ever meet. You'll never run into anybody more humble. 
And I think they should give you an award, right? They should give you an award for your humbleness. Right? I might reject it because I'm so humble, but I, I would understand why they would, mm. you know, mm-hmm. that damn mother Teresa. Oh, I'm saving children. Whatever. Relief factor. <laughs> Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, Glenn, I'm currently reading this book, and it's about the... For you. Oh, for you. It's called... Uh, Golden Book? It's yeah, No, it's called A Cat in the Hat. And huh. so there's this this feline. No. All right. Um, so <laughs> it's a book uh, about the early days of the viral internet, right? Okay. So it's yeah. about, like, you know, when... All, you know, places like BuzzFeed and Huffington Post right. and like when these these uh, these organizations are starting up, they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to get more traffic, how to game the system to get people to click on their articles, how to go viral. Right. Mm-hmm. And why I the reason I'm reading it is because we went we lived through this. Right. Like we yeah. were in New York at this time. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah. were in the middle of this. We were being destroyed you know, destroyed uh and uh many of the people who are featured in the book were attacking us on a daily basis for yes, clicks right uh, and so a lot of the names i'm really familiar with like mm-hmm. we knew these people we knew who they were we rem- i remember a lot of the storylines from what was going on and so i'm interested on in the insider account sure here. i believe you made playing cards with the with the faces of the most dangerous people on the internet at one time but i shouldn't say that out loud Stu, about your playing cards anyway go ahead okay I don't know. I don't even remember the reference. It comes only vaguely familiar. But okay. So who knows? Uh, so what's interesting is I'm listening to this. It's an audiobook. I'm listening to this audiobook, and they're talking about these people. And I know each one of these names. I remember them all. I remember all these players. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about this other person. And I'm like, who is this? Like, I don't. Why is there one name in the middle of all these names that I recognize that I don't recognize? And they're talking about how she, you know, does this and she's important here and, and all these things. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know this storyline, but I don't remember this person at all. Who is this person that was involved in it? Mm-hmm. Only several pages later do I realize what has happened. Is this person whose name I did know in the interim has become a woman, has tr- become transgendered apparently in the last 10 years at some point, And they were referring to them in the book as a woman, when at the time the book was happening, they were a man with a different name. So I don't understand at all what's happening in the book, in the history huh. of this period. Imagine how our kids feel in history class. Oh my gosh. They can't make heads or tails of anything. Of anything. This is why we're having such a problem with our kids. Nothing is true. Mm. Nothing is solid. All right, let me give you this, because last thing on the transgender. This is a trans activist. Uh, She goes to the uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors, uh, and she just really wanted to let her voice be heard. Here she is. <laughs> Call D.A. Jenkins accountable. 
now is that is that Alex Stein? Hey man! No, no. Okay. Cowards! He needs to suffer his own. Okay, stop. I think she's made several good points there. That's the best point I've ever heard from uh, someone yeah, on that really, side of the argument. It really is. It really is. Um, but remember, we're the ones who hate. <laughs> right. We're Even the they ones. They say they hate. Right. Right. They wallow in their hatred and spread it around. We're the people. At least, if you're if you're not, you need to be. We're the people that love our neighbor and love our enemy. Doesn't mean we sit down, but we don't hate you because that's what happens when you're filled with rage and hate. The Glenn Beck Program. Sometimes all you do is, uh, you know, curl up on the couch with a nice book, warm beverage, enjoying the stillness of peaceful and quiet evening. You know, the kids are, you know, they're gone. You know, you're just doing how many times that that never happens. Never happens. Kids always come in and wreck it. Anyway, um, if you would like, if you would like to have just at least your feet live in that world, you know, they're having a massive closeout on the most comfortable slippers you'll ever have. And that, I just look at the kids. What shoes am I wearing? Are these problem shoes? No, these are not problem shoes. So remove your problem. I'm anxious to see how you're going to fix that and work that. I'm anxious to see how that works out. I'm in my slippers. I'm off the clock for problems. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and grab a pair of all-season slippers right now for just 25 bucks. Normally 150 bucks. There's a limit to 10 pairs at checkout. I like them because I can throw them at my kids' heads. Um, Ed, move now! Enter the promo code Beck. 800-966-3117-MyPillow.com. The reopening is available now on Blaze TV. It's a great mockumentary you're not going to want to miss. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. It's Fight Back Friday. I try not to bring you... Well, as a... I try to bring you news where people are standing up, fighting back, and winning. This one is early, but first, this is going to just, it'll drive you out of your mind. Uh, However, by the end, you're going to love this story. Federal government recently told a Catholic hospital in Oklahoma to either blow out its small candle or stop serving the elderly, disabled, and low-income patients. St. Francis Health System is the 12th largest hospital in the nation. The health system cares for 400,000 patients a year. It has given away more than $650 million in free medical care in the past five years alone. It employs 11,000 Oklahomans. St. Francis' mission is to extend the presence and healing ministry of Christ in addition to providing compassionate and top-notch care to its patients. St. Francis lives out its religious mission by maintaining multiple chapels throughout the hospital. Each has been blessed by the local bishop. So what is the problem? If you're a Catholic, you will understand this right away. If you are not, let me educate just a little bit. 1960, they opened their doors. And they have a sanctuary candle. 
If you walk into any Catholic church, there is always one either hanging from the ceiling or on a pillar somewhere near the altar, and it is in double glass, and it is a giant candle that burns constantly. The candle is never out. It's there, This is something that Catholics, uh, it is the ever-present uh, representation of the living Christ. That he is always with us. So this is a really big deal to Catholics. Well, the uh, government has come in and uh, decided that they have to get rid of that open flame. It's been there since 1960. Uh, they got to re- get rid of that open flame because it poses a danger. Let me explain. The flame is not near medical equipment and patients. It's shielded by two glass holders. It sits on a brass basin, is affixed to the wall, has a brass top covering it, and sprinkler heads just above it. But the federal government said, we're going to shut you down unless you put the flame out. Well, unfortunately, um, there is an attorney... That didn't like that too much. And she just wrote Secretary Becerra and said, in 25 days, you will cripple the operation of the premier, one of the premier hospitals in the state of Oklahoma, simply because they keep a candle in the hospital chapel. If you refuse to accredit St. Francis Hospital South, it will result in such unreasonable financial losses to the St. Francis Health System that it will, would abruptly and immediately jeopardize its services to the elderly, disabled, low-income patients that rely on Medicare, Medicaid, Children's Health Insurance Program, yada, yada, yada. Uh, If you go to court, you will lose. I write in the hopes that you will see reason or at least the law and we can skip to the easy part. That attorney is with us now. Her name is Lori Windham, and she is part of the Beckett. She's vice president and senior counsel at the Beckett Law Firm. Hello, Lori. Glenn, hello. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, I, I read your letter and it made me all warm inside. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this is this isn't about. I mean, the the hospital has pilot lights. Uh, they have flames that are all over the hospital. That if you extinguish this one, you would have to turn off all of the pilot lights. But they're not asking for that. This is clearly an attack on the religion. You know, I have been doing religious liberty work for many years now at Beckett. That's all we do. And this one shocked even me. I'm not easily shocked anymore. But the idea that a federal agency is going to come after your ability to serve the poor, the elderly, and the disabled just over a sanctuary candle when they're willing to make waivers for all these other things. This is not how any of this is supposed to work. So, uh, I mean, I, I like your confidence that you're going to lose, uh, and you would you would lose with this Supreme Court. Um, but how open and shut is it uh, locally in circuit courts? How how open and shut is this? Uh, it is open and shut because we have first. The Constitution, which our federal agencies ought to be paying attention to. Uh, and we also have laws in the books like the Religious Restoration Act 
that make it clear that if the government is going to restrict your religious exercise, it has to have a very good reason. This is a textbook case of not having a good reason. Uh, but I, I want to tell you, this is breaking right now. We just got a letter from CMS saying that they have seen the light. And in fact, they are going to allow the candle to continue oh. to glow and to light the chapel. What Now, see, this is even a happier ending than I thought we had. <laughs> Thank you for breaking that news. Uh, so this is over because you guys stood up. That's exactly right. And that's what's so important to know. You know, you get these these letters from these federal bureaucrats, and they think that if they just tell the religious people, no, you don't really have to do this. No, you're going to pay, you know, this unbelievable amount of money if you don't give in, that people are just going to give in. And it shows the power of a single candle. It shows the power of someone who's willing to stand up and say, no, this is my faith, and I'm going to fight for it. I'm not going to buckle. I think that, Lori, we have more religious freedom now than we've had maybe in a hundred years and people don't understand uh if you stand up now for your religious freedom i mean they people are putting uh the ten commandments back in front of courthouses and in front of you know the city or county buildings because you have the right to do it all of these things that have been taken down the crosses and everything else people don't realize you've won this now put them back up uh, go the religious liberty that you have thought you lost. It's back. And some of this stuff needs to be challenged that you don't, you know, like this, they start to encroach right now. Religious liberty is very strong. Am I wrong? You're exactly right. And, you know, we take some of these cases to the Supreme court and sometimes we're getting nine Oh wins, not five, four, not six, three, nine, nothing protecting religious freedom. And so I think that right now, those who are opposed to religious freedom uh, are going to depend on, you know, on scaring people, on canceling people, on telling them, no, you can't do this. And what people need to understand is the law is on their side. The courts are protecting their rights. It is possible to stand up and say, no, we're not going to allow this to happen to us. So we saw the FBI target uh, the Catholic Church, the extremists, you know, um, and call them extremists and uh, possible terrorists, and they are trying to infiltrate the Catholic Church. Uh, there was another story, I can't remember what it was, I, I uh, read this story yesterday about another 19 Catholic churches that are under attack from the government, and now this Catholic hospital. Is the government specifically targeting Catholics? You know, I I don't know where all of this is coming from. It's absolutely a disturbing trend. Uh, And I think that it shows that when people are standing up for their faith, others are paying attention and some of them aren't going to like it. You know, one thing I want to mention legally here and some of the protections that have actually been strengthened uh, is the Supreme Court has said when when people start to do this, when people in government start to crack down on religious freedom and it's these really blatant violations of rights, they can actually be personally liable for what they have done. Uh, the courts can actually go after them individually. Uh, and that's something important for people to understand is that there are real consequences. If you're going to crack down, if you're going to discriminate, if you're going to go after those who are out there living faithfully and following the law. 
Uh, one last thing. Uh, your law firm is nonprofit. Uh, you have been fighting for religious freedom. That's all you do um, at your law firm. Is this something if somebody is having a problem anywhere, they can call and run their case by you guys, or is it just Oklahoma? Uh, we are we are nationwide. This is uh, at Beckett Law. We'd be happy to talk to you. We provide all of our services pro bono. We are here to defend religious freedom. God bless you. Thank you so much, Lori. And great news. Thank you. Thank Glenn. you for that. BeckettLaw.org. BeckettLaw.org. Don't take it anymore. Don't take it. There's this guy, this pastor up in Minnesota. Um, they just passed a law of conversion therapy against conversions to therapy uh, in Minnesota. And you can do it as long as you don't charge. And this pastor got up and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, conversion therapy against anything uh, is free. I'll, I'll Conversion therapy against any sin, any problem you have, we'll treat for free because that's what we do. However, because they say we can't charge which we don't anyway, because they say we can't charge, that's an encroachment on our religious belief. And so I'm going to charge a dollar. I'm not doing it to get rich. I am doing it. So they come after and they learn their lesson. No encroachment on religious liberty. They, we've, that is the only real shield, we, armor of God, Put the entire armor of God on and start pushing back and holding to our religious liberty. Back in just a minute. Speaking of this, uh, you know, the Catholic churches are probably taking the brunt of all of the Jane's revenge stuff. And gosh, darn it. Gosh, darn it. They've put 600 people away uh and and come out with guilty uh, verdicts on 600 people for january 6 but man all of those churches and all of those pregnancy centers that have been burned destroyed vandalized i just can't find them i don't know what and you know this is an honest honest excuse from the fbi but they're happening at night oh i didn't know the fbi could only solve crimes that happen during the daytime uh, I want you to consider helping some of these pregnancy centers. Preborn pregnancy centers are the ones that many times, in fact, they were the first to come under attack in New York. Why? Because they're extraordinarily effective. When a woman comes in and she's thinking about having um, a an abortion, they offer a free ultrasound. Now, free is the key word here because nobody wants to see it. But if you offer it to him free, okay, yeah, because a lot of the women feel trapped and they've been told that's nothing but a clump of cells. But when they actually see the baby and they can hear the heartbeat, 80% of the time they change their mind. That's remarkable. Will you help them provide these free ultrasounds? If you really have the money, if $15,000 buys a new ultrasound machine, uh, the uh, $28 provides the actual testing of the, the ultrasound. So if you can do 28 bucks, that's great. If you can do 10 bucks a month, that's even better. Just use pound 250, use the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, 
or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, so uh, Vice Media has uh, is nearing a deal for four hundred million dollars uh, uh, to get them out of bankruptcy. Now, when I say this, um, it might make some people um, feel almost a little giddy that just the next one in line that constantly said I was going broke and we wouldn't uh, be able to uh, hold it together and the blaze was over and. Uh, and you know, we didn't get millions and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars from, uh, leftists. We're still in uh, business and they've gone bankrupt. Some would feel guilty, but not me. Well, okay. Me, but I shouldn't feel that way. Now here's the real point of the story. Vice media. Listen to this is nearing a deal for senior lenders Uh, to acquire the Trouble Media Company out of bankruptcy at a valuation of around $400 Nearly every vice stockholder, including backers such as the private equity firm TPG Group, Sixth Street Partners, and media mogul James Murdoch will be wiped out under the deal. Who's James Murdoch? He's one of the Murdoch boys fighting for control of the Fox Media Group. Uh, Who's buying Vice Media? Well, it's uh, two groups. Uh, It is the Fortress Investment Group. Fortress, aren't they? Aren't they one of those that are uh, ESG? Yeah, I think so. And the Soros Fund Management. So now Soros has his own little media group. I mean, he's got them already. But again, you know, he's just an old elderly gentleman trying to do the right thing. Right. That's all he's trying to do. And of course, Vice was a media organization pretty much dedicated to all of his philosophies, right? Drug legalization, don't worry about sex work, uh, you know, don't prosecute crimes. That's what the the agenda they've been pushing for. Are you such an anti-Semite? Why would you even bring that up? How much time do we have? <laughs> we don't have enough time uh, now for you to defend yourself against anti-Semitism. <laughs> I, look, George Soros outlines a left-wing philosophy. That is what I am critical of. I don't care about him at all. I, I don't I, either. I don't care what he does. If nope. he's just a billionaire and he wants to go out and like you know take his boats around and uh, you know do whatever and he even, would do, even whatever. help make our streets safer, We're you know, promoting you know, uh, let's make sure that. We're growing good people, teaching good people, rewarding good people, and uh, and keeping our streets safe. That's great. I don't know. Releasing murderers seems like the opposite of that. And that is the problem that we have with George Soros. But congratulations, Vice, for going bankrupt. I'm still standing. You're not. But you get the privilege of working with Soros now. I don't. The Glenn Beck Program.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Just a quick update on the uh, the war and everything else. Uh, the U.S. has denied involvement in the Moscow drone attack. Uh, they said it was ludicrous when uh, Putin said, I think the United States was behind it. I mean, does that look like the United States were going to fly a little teeny drone in, and have it blow up, you know, do no damage? Now, my first response was no. And then I remembered Afghanistan. <laughs> I, I hate to say, yeah, it could be us. That's probably what now we would be doing, except it would have like blown up and and thrown pink confetti, confetti all over the dome of the. Yeah. All right. More in just a second. First, let me tell you about Goldline. Listen, I said earlier today we were talking about the uh, the banking system and about 40 percent of the American people are very concerned about their money in the bank and and i tried to say you know at the beginning of the podcast don't worry about that your money is safe the government will replace it okay as long as you have under two hundred fifty thousand. what you need to worry about is the value of that money in the bank because they will replace it and even if the whole thing collapses well weimar republic they replace the money too they'll just print it and that's going to work in their favor because they are rushing to CBDCs. Uh, and what are you going to have? What are you going to have? What choice? May I highly recommend you call Goldline today. I don't do this uh, for an investment. I, I invest in gold because it's a hedge against insanity and the world will go insane when the dollar loses its uh, cur- its currency, the reserve status, and that's coming. Goldline has a special this week offering 6% in free metals shipped directly to you with a qualifying retirement account acquisition. And we're talking about your 401k, TSP, traditional IRA, Roth IRA, inherited IRA, SEP IRA, simple IRA. You'll get more precious metals if you switch over to one of those and invest some of your retirement in gold or silver would you consider doing that call for details do do your own homework really consider it it's not right for everybody 866 goldline 866 goldline or goldline.com yeah so uh that was definitely not us blowing up the kremlin that was definitely definitely not us according to us I mean, I kind of tend to believe us on I do that too. one. It did I not do. look like a serious attempt. No, but neither did Afghanistan's withdrawal. That, but that didn't look like an incompetent att- attempt to assassinate Vladimir Putin. That no. just looked like something that like a yes. child. It's not even like. No, I, I know. It was honestly, it looked like an incompetent attempt to fake a, an assassination attempt well, at, on Vladimir Putin. May I just say that. Um, the defense against it is getting pretty serious in Russia. Um, Russian lawmakers have called for the squadron of eagles to protect the Kremlin. And I thought, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds, you know, that sounds pretty bad, right? Sounds, no, they just meant actual squadron of birds. 
of eagles uh, to mm-hmm. prevent against further attacks. So it might, they might be evenly matched here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, maybe that's just me. Okay, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about something else that is, uh, that, that's happening that we have got to stand up against. Okay, this gender nonsense is just that. It is nonsense, and we all know it. We all want to be compassionate. We all love people. We should, at least. People who are different, we should have compassion for what people are going through. But there is no such thing as my truth. And once you separate yourself from my truth, uh, you can go on and live a happy, healthy life as a society. If you embrace my truth, all kinds of problems begin to happen. Now, I'm going to give you two stories here. Listen to this. Matthew Volts has been convicted for the sexual torture of his young daughter and sentenced to 25 years in prison. 25 years. That's the distance between, almost the distance between here and September 11th. Okay? Doesn't seem a long time, especially for this crime. Uh, He was serving as president of the Clark College Queer Association. He started an amateur transgender pornography film business with three other people. Mm. And they specialized in violent and uh, fetish criminal content. Criminal content? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Don't you know, know if anybody. Please, you know was, what? Don't, I don't know, know if it was. Don't clarify that. Yeah. I, I'd prefer if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not sure if it was criminal, um, fetish criminal content. Mm-hmm. Like you're watching somebody do a I've, something that would be illegal in real life, or if it's criminal content, you should not even film that. I don't know. I don't want to go any deeper. Thank you. After Volts and the victim's mother separated. He managed to win custody in 2018. Now, that's interesting. That's interesting. First problem, the court system. You have, you have a dad. Now, I don't know anything about the mom, but I do know about the dad. The dad is the president of the Clark College Queer Association. Uh, and I believe he is... He... I, I think he's, well, let me just read on. Uh, So he brought the child from Oregon, next problem, to New Jersey, problem after that, where he exploited his daughters in videos. The child suffered horribly until a tip came in and the police intervened and it culminated in his arrest. Now, listen to this. I'm not going to get into any details. What they found were 30 computers, cameras, digital storage devices. The videos and the fo- photos show just a living nightmare for this girl. Now, listen, listen, to, listen to what it, 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 she was surrounded by. Um, Adam Romero, he was another male transgender. Now, again, I don't know if that's somebody claiming to be a female or claiming to be a male. For I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's another male transgender, so he says another, which leads me to believe that uh, 
the head of the Clark College Queer Association was also transgender, but I can't figure stories out anymore. Mm. Um, another male transgender who had been living on site, then child rapist Sean Allen and child abuser uh, Dulacini Neko. They were found to have aided Volts in subjecting his daughter to what prosecutors called a vortex of darkness. All four were arrested. Uh, all but Neko uh, pleaded guilty to various counts of sex trafficking and rape. Neko pleaded to two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. Unlike now in Florida, child rapists in New Jersey are not eligible for the death penalty. They were instead sentenced to 25 years in jail. The child rapist, Sean Allen, is eligible now for parole in 10 years. The judge said, this is the most heinous, cruel, and depraved scene I have seen. Uh, there is the prosecutor said there is no hope that these people will emerge from uh, from jail as better people because they are not capable. Now. That's the past. That's the system completely breaking down because there is no truth anymore. OK. You're not allowed to judge or anything. All those people. Should have been in jail. The child rapist. Uh, he got out of jail. He should be in jail. He should have been in jail. Okay. Now he's serving his sentence. At the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility. For women. Along with the other guy. Adam. Who is the other transgender. Neither of them have had surgery. And they both were raping the little girl. So he, the, both of them are put into the female prison in New Jersey. A woman at the prison said that female inmates are already scared to death of the male prisoners roaming the halls. Surgery is not required for them. And some of them have undergone hormone replacement ther uh, therapy. These this is happening because the ACLU bought into the lie, whether they believe it or not, that you can be whatever you say you are. That's why if I ever go to jail, I demand to go to unicorn prison because I am a unicorn. This was the ACLU. They changed the law to ensure that men claiming to be women could be admitted to the women's prisons in the state. That went into effect in 2021. Now, this, they proudly announced, was a system-wide policy that includes housing in line with gender identity and not sex assigned at birth. Only a few other states have such protections in place. New Jersey is a vanguard of states committed to protecting transgender, intersect, non-binary people in prison and their housing determinations. And it continues its path towards eliminating discrimination based on yeah. gender identity. Blah, blah, blah. You said that this is one of these, they are the only states with these protections in place. That's the word they use? Yeah, yeah, protections. 
protections, protections for, for the transgender criminal. Yes. Okay. Not, Not the, the criminals who are women, mm-hmm. just the transgender. They're going to protect them at expense of the women. Of the regular okay. women. Mm-hmm. The Edma Mahan Correctional Facility for Women is home to 27 transgender prisoners, including a man that the New York Daily News reported had admitted to having a most unusual taste for blood, end quote. The bloodthirsty transvestite in question, Perry Cerf, is a sex offender who went to jail for murdering a woman and then dumping her body into the woods. But he didn't do it. She did. And so she's got to go where she's surrounded by the gender she just killed. In addition to the women's prison being crowded with bloodthirsty men, uh, two of the women have uh, found themselves pregnant uh, from trans- these transgendered men who are now claiming to be women. Lesbian sex doesn't end in uh, pregnancy. Now, I hate to get all mm-hmm. medical with whoa, you, whoa. but I am a doctor. This stuff has got to stop. And the people who are speaking out, I love Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. We're not gonna take it. Okay, that is the the theme now, I guess, for the San Francisco parade, you know, pride parade. And Dee Snyder came and said, yeah, uh, I just... I just want you to know there's a a big difference between teaching acceptance and normalizing and even encouraging participation in a lifestyle that confuses young children into questioning their sexual identification uh, and through some sort of game. And then the parents, in some cases, allow it. Other cases, they don't know. You know what? There was a time where I felt pretty, too. Glad my parents didn't jump into any (laughs) rash conclusions. Well, he has been banned now from the San Francisco and they are coming after him in every way that they possibly can. This coming from a guy who sang really bad rock songs dressed as a woman. Even he says, yeah, you know, no, that's not the truth. Then you have kiss nights in Satan's service. You know, Paul Stanley He took uh, a stand uh, against performing trans surgeries on kids. He got the heat. This 71-year-old, 72-year-old from KISS has just sold himself out. At 71, he couldn't take the heat. He says what he means, means what he says. Everybody comes after them. We're going to ban KISS. How many more concerts do you have in you, dude? Stop with the platform shoes. It got creepy long ago. He said, well, my thoughts were clear. My words clearly were not. Most importantly, and above all else, I support those struggling with their sexual identity while enduring constant hostility to those whose paths lead them to reassignment surgery. By the way, it's not even sexual identity, right? That's not even what this is. This is they would say it's gender identity. Yes, sexual identity is who you want to hook up with, right? Yeah. Not not yeah. what gender yeah. you are, which is a whole other situation. Yeah, which is a whole other lie. The whole yeah, other I, lie. Yeah. I, 
they can't even keep their narrative straight. No. They've come to this point where they're like Ghostbusters and they keep crossing the streams and yes. then something terrible can happen. Right. And that's what they do. So Ugh. I just want to encourage you. We'll never beat this ever unless we identify what is true and what is not. In Germany, too many people just went along because they were looking for somebody to blame. The Jews are bad. The Jews are causing all the problems. Well, they they weren't. Uh, and they're not. And people just remained silent. And it became the narrative. And pretty soon, everybody accepted it. Except many people did not accept it. But they were now wildly outnumbered by their neighbors who didn't accept it five years before. You must speak out. Stand up. Square your shoulders. We are on the winning side. In Land Lakes, Florida, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building a community called the Let's Do Good Village. It's, uh, it, what, it, it, it's about 100 homes that were donated. The land was donated, and then Tunnel to Towers built the homes there, and therefore program participants. The first uh, two families that moved in, Gold Star family and the family of a severely injured hero who served our nation, and there's more moving in, this is a special place where families will be able to come together and heal. It's a place where their children can grow up and experience life together and learn from each other's pain and joy. It's an amazing donation of land on which it sits. And thanks to your genera- generosity, the houses are being built. Let's do good. It's a whole village. And it, hopefully it's just the first of many communities like it that help our fallen and severely handicapped uh, soldiers, firemen, and police who are either maimed or killed in the line of duty. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes make for us. Please, can you help them out by donating $11 a month to Tunnel 2 Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2 T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. A drag queen star contestant of RuPaul's Drag Race show has been accused of raping a production assistant after a crew party in 2020. The accusations were reported from a lawsuit against Darius Jeremy Pierce, a man who performs under the stage name of uh, Shangela. Daniel McGarrigal filed the lawsuit in Los Angeles. Uh, The victim alleges that Pierce bought drinks for the crew at the party many times, including McGarrigal. He then allegedly invited him back to his hotel room to help him pack for an early morning flight. Kids, that's your first mistake. If someone invites you back to their hotel room, don't go. First mistake. Unless... You want to have sex or you know them really well and neither of you are inebriated. Okay, just a good safety tip. So McGarrigal fell asleep, fully dressed, and he woke up. His pants had been pulled down and uh, some 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 someone was behind him and uh, he started yelling no and couldn't fight him off. 
and uh, and whatever. So now he's suing. Now, the transgender guy, he says that never happened. I don't know what happened. Here's a lesson. Don't go to someone's hotel room if you're inebriated. Also, don't invite people up to your hotel room if you're inebriated. All kinds of things could happen in today's world. And the truth may not ever come out because we can't recognize truth anymore. Stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy. Yeah, well, it at least would have prevent, uh, what, 99.5% of these types of incidents. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just, just about those. Again, you don't, you don't get Harvey blamed Weinstein. for being assaulted, but you shouldn't go, and you yeah. shouldn't invite them. And then when if you do invite them, you shouldn't assault them. And there's a lot of different rules to follow, but if you stay out of the hotel from the beginning, you avoid most of them. There's really only 11 rules, oh, really. Okay. Yeah, 10 commandments, and then love thy neighbor. Love God. Like you, 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 you love yourself and you love your neighbor and all that. Just, just do those. Just do those. The Glenn Beck program. It's not really that much more complex. It's not. Okay, so you want to get the best in skincare. Mother's Day is coming up. It's a great gift. The best in skincare. Well, it comes from GenuCell. Uh, here's a re- real review from GenuCell customer Claire. She says, "I absolutely love GenuCell. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger, with a more even tone. And I only used it for a week. My advice for everyone." Take a before picture. It's true. Nothing works like GenuCell. It's a recipe that has been in the family for over 20 years, made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches. It's always safe. It's cruelty-free. It's natural. The choice is clear. GenuCell is amazing skincare, and you're going to want to try it. Right now, go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package. This features their Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector. Don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck right now. You get a complimentary spa essentials box with every package. You can order from now until Mother's Day, plus free upgrade to priority shipping. Mother's Day is next weekend, not this coming weekend, next weekend. So you got to get on this. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's a great gift. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It is G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. All right. Stu is does a show every night at 8 o'clock. I do. M- Miss Tucker Carlson. Watch Stu Does America, only on Blaze TV. Hey, tomorrow on my podcast, uh, episode 184, Chilling, Veteran Destroyed by Deep State. Are you next? It is a podcast with Mike Glover, and it is amazing. This guy is, I think, truly an answer to many of our prayers. He is preaching the right thing. Unfortunately, the government doesn't want you to be empowered. Uh, The FBI began targeting him. He's a Green Beret, worked for the CIA. He founded a company that was just teaching people how to be self-reliant. And that's the problem. That is the problem. You have to begin to ask yourself when you see the moves of the government, you know, and I know things are coming apart at the seams. It's clear. It doesn't mean we're dead or doomed. It just means to any reasonable person, you know, I can't live the uh, the life that I used to live thinking that everything is safe it is not. My money isn't safe. 
uh, my body, my family, my children, they're not safe. They're not safe in places like school. Uh, the streets aren't safe. Uh, I, I don't know if the police are going to show up if you're living in a big city. I don't I don't know if what I'm doing is going to be criminal activity because there's so many new laws and everything else. Nothing is safe. And that's because the system is coming apart at its seams. It wasn't designed for this. So as that happens, a government that is for the people by the people of the people would strengthen its people, not attack its people. And I mean, people from all walks of life, anyone who is saying, you know what? I got this over here. You guys deal with bigger things. I got this over here. Anybody who stops or discourages, or in his case, calls them a potential threat and terrorist because he is saying, guys, there's not going to be help coming, okay? This problem is so big. If there's no help coming, what are you going to do? That's the principle that America was designed on. And they say that he was creating little terrorist cells. No, he wasn't. He was strengthening communities. That's all. And he wasn't preaching anything. He's like, who in your community has what? How can you share? How can you hold your community together if everything flies apart? That's a republic. Okay, That's what we were meant to be. That's the original design. Nobody's coming from a national government. You do it. And they've targeted him. And the message is clear. We will destroy anyone unless we can control them. Why would you tar- target a veteran who served 10 tours of duty, five rotations in Iraq alone, elite operations, then goes to work for the CIA and the FBI. When he got there, he blew the whistle and he's like, "Uh, something's really wrong here. And now the FBI and CIA and everybody else is against him. This is really Um, An important one, his upcoming book, Preparedness, A Manual for Surviving Worst Case Scenarios, is a guide to resilience. And that's what our government should be preaching. Do you remember when we were hit by 9-11, Department of Homeland Security said, you should have food storage. You should have this, this, and this. Everyone should have a minimum of this. They're not telling you that now, are they? In fact, they're discouraging you. If you are somebody that is trying to make yourself and your family secure and your neighbors, you're a dangerous prepper. You're a right-wing kook. No, I'm an American citizen. So tomorrow, the podcast, uh, you'll be able to see it um, you know, on YouTube, my YouTube channel, or you can get it wherever you get your podcast. It's available right now at blazetv.com slash Glenn uh, if you want to watch it today. It is It is really powerful. Um, You should spread the word on this one. Let me give you a couple of clips from it. Uh, This one, uh, this one is towards the beginning of the interview, and I'm talking to him about, you know, why are you a terrorist? Listen to what he says about tech and the FBI. They called you an extremist. Uh, I believe you've been a white supremacist and a domestic terrorist. 
Yeah, the the interesting thing is I was labeled a white nationalist, a right-wing extremist, all these things, all these labels. They even did a um, a liberal organization, I would say extreme organization, media group did a hit piece on me that was like 30 pages long. Like a lot of respect for coming up with 30 pages of fiction. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm, a, I'm actually half Korean. My dad was in the army stationed in Korea where he met my beautiful mother uh, in the army in the 80s. And I'm like, like, how do I become labeled a white nationalist when I'm half Korean? Most of my employees are minorities. I'm service di- disabled, connected, military veteran, like fit all the parameters of all the things and in that narrative. And they're attacking me. And that was that hurt. I mean, to mm-hmm. be honest, it was like I worked for the CIA. I worked in special operations for a long period of time in the army. And that was devastating to see that a kind of attack on us. And I think w- the problem is it started as this thing that was unbeknownst to us because we were getting suppressed on all the social media channels. Facebook deleted American contingency and blocked us out. Shopify deleted my business account. They literally said you have 72 hours to collect your information and then we're deleting your account with no like no way to rebut mm-hmm. what they were proposing that we were doing something wrong on the platform and not telling and what you we what found, you did. Not telling us anything and what we found out later was the government had a deal with big tech and they were communicating all of the people they didn't want uh, on on open channels, uh, and they were suppressing our First Amendment rights. They were shutting us down by destroying our business, and they tried to do it. And by all accounts, they did. If we didn't have the ability to flex and adapt, mm-hmm. then we would have just been out of business. But it was difficult, to say the least. So it's amazing to me. You're a Green Beret. You've served honorably. You have, I mean, you've done more in your lifetime uh, to serve the country than than I certainly have. And and now your country is coming after you. That has to really hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 devastating. I I I knew this kind of thing existed. I didn't. Ex- I experienced the politics at a high level when I was a sergeant major in special forces. Um, I witnessed that. That's one of the reasons why I stepped aside because I was like. I don't. I want to do something for myself for once. I, I thought I selflessly served for a period of time. I earned it. I felt like I earned it, so mm-hmm. I stepped aside and said, "I'm going to do uh, this American dream, this entrepreneurship journey," which I grew grew up with, uh, with my mom owning a small business in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. the The devastating thing was I had no say in it. I had no chance to speak my case, and and you know, luckily for for the opportunities I've been given, even here being able to tell my story, most people aren't able to tell their story. Mm. And I'm afraid this is likely happening oh, yeah. across the country. All right. One, one more piece from it. I talked to him about Epstein and how everything seems to start to connect all of these stories of the past and people who are not being prosecuted. And if they are, they just mysteriously die. Listen. And as you look at Epstein and the connection now with the banks and the connection with the intelligence community. Was he an operative doing horrible things, uh, you know, a, a really horrible honeypot situation? Was he doing things for either our intelligence agencies or others? 
And that's why nobody's looking into any of this stuff. So, you know, I have a TS, I had a top secret uh, SCI clearance with both the CIA and the military. I mean, they're very distinct and different classifications of clearances. From everything that I've seen, everything that I've analyzed and assessed, all the news reports, because I've gone down the rabbit hole, 100% that was an intel collection operation. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. And Correct. And look, to give CIA credit, there's a lot of these type of things they do, which benefit our intelligence understanding, uh, whether it's you know framing people or putting them in a weird way. The, the, the benefit exists. The problem is the CIA, because it's not held accountable for a lot of these things because they could stamp covert action on the document. They could literally classify anything at any time period they want where nobody, because it's a compartmentalized operation, nobody will have access to that. It's called a special access program. I mean, I've been involved in special access programs in the military where only a handful of people in my own organization knew about it. And so when you're part of a SAP program, when it's covert action, when you have no obligation to communicate what you're doing to Congress, to people, and it's just something that's done in the basement of a building inside of Langley headquarters, that is a problem. Yeah, well, because how, now how, we're. How does that happen with no oversight? You can't run a country like this where you have organizations and people that can say, we're not telling Congress. That is no longer a country of, by, and for the people. Yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. I mean, if you watch the recent c- congressional hearings um, with the, the head of Department of Homeland Security, mm-hmm. the head of uh, uh, immigration, uh, the list goes on. I mean, they've been getting the gauntlet and being grilled by Congress. The attitude from the institution, from the government, is we don't have to say anything to you. It's like you work for Congress. Right. Congress works for constituents. Constituents are the American people. We forget that representatives are there to do a job to get accountability. And what we're seeing from these questioning sessions is the government's attitude is we don't have to answer any of this. You, we don't work for you. It's like we, we've gotten this all wrong. This is something we need to correct, and your thinking will be very clarified. And his solutions are, I mean, his solutions are just to connect with people and just do the next right thing. He's right. He is right. But you you will have a clear view, and that was so important, what he just said. They work for us, and they work for us to hold people accountable to not just enact laws and do they, but to hold people accountable to get answers for us. If they're not, you need to vote next time for people who will hold people accountable, especially in your local and state level elections, because that that can happen quickly. More in a minute. Linda wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, Lucy just had her 11th birthday since trying Rough Greens. She now waits impatiently for her meals. She's always been looking for different food, which was her habit. She initiated play with her Frisbee, something she hadn't done in a few seasons. 
She's my walking partner again. It is like the clock was turning back for her. Thank you, Rough Greens. Uh, Linda, I noticed that with Uno. I mean, I thought he was healthy and happy and everything else. And then we started feeding him Rough Greens and he changed. He became like a younger dog. It's crazy. Dog food is dead food. That's why there is Rough Greens. You put it on top of whatever you're feeding your dog. And it has vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and probiotics. Right off the bat, you should see a difference and wait until you see your dog a year after feeding them Rough Greens. Get this supplement, roughgreens.com. Sprinkle it on your dog's food. Get the first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens, R-U-F-F-greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-GLEN33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck uh, program. Uh, you know, I saw a, a news story this week, and it's really bothered me. Our uh, kids in elementary schools, they have an eight on American history. Yeah, out of 100, eight. Eight. Let me say it again. Eight. Our kids are not learning anything. Now, that's what they're testing for. And they barely know what they're being tested on. Uh, and what they're being tested on is probably not even close to the truth by this time. Uh, the last week of June up to the 4th of July, uh, I'm going to be in St. George, Utah, and I'm taking our museum out for the first time. Please take this opportunity to not just see American history but also to have it put into context for you. You will learn more in this two-hour tour of this uh, museum than probably you've learned about American history your whole life. Don't just see it. Experience it and plant it deep into your children. Priceless artifacts that some of which have not are being seen for the first time in like a hundred years. Some never been seen before in public. Uh, and we have things from, I think we, I think the earliest thing we're going to be showing is from 1493. No, no, I, I think actually you have something in the 1300s, um, that lead to America, uh, all the way up. I think we stop at the space race. Join us, please. Tickets are nearing sold out. Now get your children to see this unitedwepledge.org unitedwepledge.org we're also going to be then uh in southern idaho uh right the weekend after fourth of july tickets will go on sale for that uh in a week or so you'll want to get your tickets uh for that as well unitedwepledge.org slash tickets all the proceeds go to help out the community in saint george they're building just this amazing american village Find out all about it and get your tickets now. UnitedWePledge.org slash tickets.